My name is Nicole Baron, and you're listening to The Woo Woo Report, a weekly podcast where we celebrate the woo woo lifestyle and dig deeper to get our mystical questions answered. We are going to be getting into our goddess guides today on the podcast. My friend Megan will be joining in shortly to chit chat with me about how we found our goddess guides. I do want to note, I am going to be linking where to purchase the book below. We did Amazon Prime ours, but I have to get on my soapbox a little bit here. I do encourage everyone to purchase from their local bookstore, but I like to also be as transparent as possible with you. And sometimes busy lives just never cease up and I have to Amazon Prime. Thanks. But if you're able to visit your local bookstore and purchase this book, I strongly encourage you to do so. Now let's get into the episode. I haven't had it since college, um, but there's one by my office and it just looks so sad. Mm. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't go back because I'm not 20 anymore. My body doesn't process being burritos the same way. Like, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I, Natalie came over last night and I had like two glasses of wine and Uh I, I was, I mean, I was just like, Ooh, like I felt like, Ooh, you know, relaxed, but I my actual brain and body just had no interest in even trying to third. Not because it's like, you can't have that third one. Yeah. But like shit to part. It was just like, I just don't even want to try. Like I just have yeah. no desire. That's just, it's done. I have no desire. Yeah. No, the last two nights I've fallen asleep with like half, half finished like glasses of red wine that like, I just, I just don't want to, we cut one of our, um, wine memberships because I was like we don't drink enough of their wine to make this worth it and it's like so expensive <laughs> so we like now you can spend all that money like, on crystals I don't this is a win I know right no it totally is it's like two hundred dollars a couple times a year yeah that's crystal money now so crystals and rocks not math <laughs> right <laughs> like we need to clarify that. right yes <laughs> crystals as in rocks as in all of the amber and amethyst and rose quartz and black tourmaline and a little heart could desire not as in the was breaking not bad as in the breaking bad yeah not <laughs> say, not like breaking bad. bad what was that stuff called it was called what was the name of it though the the kind he made like oh i don't remember because i only watched one episode and i was like too stressed i couldn't I only learned about it through osmosis from other people. I want to say it was called Special K. I don't really. Oh my God. Should I, should I look it up right now? Yeah. Can you look it up? It's really going to bother me. <laughs> yeah. What is the drug in Breaking Bad called? Let's find out. Uh, it just says crystal meth. Um, but, <laughs> um, but I'll see if I can find a better, um, a better option. Um, but right now it just says crystal meth, which is, not super helpful google i had that part taken care of it was called like he made like a certain strand and that's how he got super 
Oh, dang. Okay. This is, you're right. It's going to drive me insane too. Cause I know exactly what you're talking about. It's really good. I can't believe you, it is very stressful, but it's really, and then they have Blue Sky. better call Saul, which is great. Blue sky. Blue sky. So, I, okay. So special K is nowhere near blue sky, but that's okay. Blue sky. I, we could be, the internet could be taking me that sounds to the wrong place. No, Does it? Okay. Being blue. Like I remember the crystal meth. Yeah. Big blue, blue magic, fringe blue or blue. Yeah, it was. Or yeah. 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 Okay. That's, uh, that's what it is. We will be uncovered that mystery today. Oh, you can buy rock candy that looks like it and has like breaking bad blue sky label on it. Of course you can. Yeah, of course you can. For your birthday. <laughs> Oh my, please start, just start piling up as many of them as you can find. <laughs> this person made the Breaking Bad Blue Sky Margarita and it's like, oh no. <laughs> oh, it, it's just like everything's blue. It's like that blue, like hypnotic liqueur. Like this is just, oh God, you want to talk about like flashback chills. I'm sweating thinking about that right now. Looks like a date rape cocktail. I'm thinking <laughs> it's probably perfect for that. Hey, it's Nicole Baron. You're listening to the Woo Woo Report, and I am joined today with my good friend Megan. Hello. Hello. Uh, Megan, I'm so excited to be here. Megan and I. I mean, we met like many moons ago, but I feel like. Oh my gosh. We really became yeah. friends the last time I moved here. <laughs> Sounds <funny>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's what it was it was a little it was like right around ten years ago that you took headshots for me. Yes. Oh my gosh. When you first lived here. Yes. And that's like when we first hung out. Yes. Yes. I remember we that. were both total messes, but totally. That was what, what a time. Early twenties and just it was bad. <laughs> bad news. My headshots were beautiful. Test a lot of limits with ourselves in those years. Um, so true. Which is just, it's just funny now, especially. Yeah. <laughs> Metamorphosis that we've taken. It's women. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, you're a teacher here in Portland. So I am. Yes, I am in the, I, I teach in the Portland metro region. Yeah, I'm a special ed teacher, and other than that, I do um, I do momming type stuff for a much older human than <laughs> I'm newly married. Just trying to like rattle off things about myself. You have two cats. I have two cats. I have Taco and Toby. Yeah, and I feel like now. Now that I'm um, married and have a teenager to take care of, I'm suddenly, I have a lot less cool stuff to rattle off on my resume about who I am, but like, I'm not, I'm not like, uh, yeah, I'm not doing anything super wild and creative like you are. So, um, but yeah, that's, I don't know. Is there anything? You're on this big journey right now with yeah spirituality. I feel like you're always going to a circle or <laughs> yeah I am it's been really cool it's I mean I think so when you first when you moved back here the last time 
I think that I think that was something that you I, I didn't know that that was something that you were like working on or towards mm-hmm. and it's been really cool over the last couple of years to like watch that happen for you and then I was like hmm maybe I should start listening to like that little spark in my gut that's telling me that this feels right and so it's been really awesome to have you around like to have a friend to talk to you about stuff as I'm going on this journey and figuring out what speaks to me and what feels good and goddesses was like the first thing that we like really were sharing at the same time yeah our exploration which was really cool well I think prior was it prior that because I feel like it was they were kind of back to back you we did your we just we didn't do like the full chart with the house or anything but we just did all your planets I also remember I sent you like a a list of I was like you're an empath like let me like let me send you these things and tell me if anything resonates with you on this list yeah yeah bad faces and you're like everything resonates with me Yeah, and then I think the next time I was over at your place, you read my palms, mm-hmm. yes, which was fun because nobody had really done that before. Yeah, and it was one of those things where I realized that maybe the things that made me really good at my job were part of a deeper natural gift than just because um, I think like teaching in all varieties, I think anybody can teach if they're passionate about it. I don't think it's not one of those things where like, people say like you you've got it or you don't like if you're passionate about it I think you can teach most people a lot of things but I think finding out and exploring my being an empath has been really helpful in understanding why I was drawn to the work I'm drawn to the kind of advocacy that I'm drawn to and all that good stuff and so um yeah it's been like really cool little framework for me but you definitely like, <laughs> you definitely saw me like on the edge of the pool and kind of like nudged me and was like, go ahead, check it out. See, yeah. see how you feel. Yeah, because yeah. you just, you definitely, you would drop little things of, ooh, this and that. And I was like, what? I'm like, it's not like, it's like, what's holding, it could, I was like, what's holding you back? Like, you're already like there. Like, I already see you. Like, you're wearing all your turquoise jewelry, your, I love a I love a crystal ring. I tell you what. Yeah, you like have your like <laughs> like symbols, and I think there's like some other stuff. And we're always talking about because we're both Leos. We're always like joking, like "Ha ha, it's a Leo thing." <laughs> um, and I was like, "You're already there. Like you're you're there. It's okay to be like, this is me. This is. I'm just gonna go fully into it because it's yeah. It it's really it's scary for yeah. sure to kind of like dive in and. I'm like a really regimented person, get into a lot of like routine um, and I try to plan. And so for me, it was like, okay, if this is something that I want to be interested in and something that I want to see if it's the right path for me, then I need to really be in it and I need to do all my research and I need to take it really seriously. And so I think knowing that about myself was a little scary because I was like, oh, this is going to be like a thing that I do now. (laughs) This is going to be you know, I'm going to have an altar in my room now. Like that's a thing. And, and I do now. Right. But it was like a long process. And there's still a lot of people in my life who don't know that this is a part of my life. Not that I'm, you know, 
uncomfortable about it or embarrassed by it or anything. It just doesn't come up in a lot of my daily interactions. <laughs> so it's really nice to have you and some of our other friends to be able to talk to about stuff when it comes up, if something cool happens or um, some sort of breakthrough or something. But it's been really awesome and very comforting for my anxious little soul to have some of this guidance and uh, to feel comforted. And it's been really, it's been really cool. I think it's okay. So, so pretty much <laughs> I, I got this book called find your goddess and I loved it so yeah. much. I remember telling you, like, you have to, you have to get this book. Like you have to get this book. It is. Yeah. I really like the format because I just, I feel with everything in the world of when you're exploring your, your spiritual gifts and just spirituality, there's just an overwhelming amount of information that yes. it can be really daunting and having a book oftentimes, and especially the size of this book, which I may sound kind of weird is, so my astrology book, or I have a big astrology book and I like that it's like, yeah, it looks epic. But when it's something like this, I like that it's, a regular size book in that it's in my hand and it's not information mm -hmm. zooming offline and it's just yeah like yeah and I it is exactly what it is like I have mine in um on my altar next to it's like it's like a reference guide yeah I see it as like a jumping off point yes where like you can go through it and then when you find something that piques your interest that you get excited about you can go off and find other more in-depth pieces and so it's kind of nice because it's like bite-sized chunks of stuff that will kind of lead you down other research and, you know, other paths that will help you get more information. But it's really nice to, yeah. It's very well done. Like you said, there's a lot of little blurbs in it. It doesn't, it's not overwhelming. It's not overwhelming. It's a good little, like, sneaky little taste of, of what you can explore more. And I just think the amount of information given is enough and it's not vague. It's enough information for you to find yes. what goddess guides you connect with and which ones yeah. are there for you. And it, it's interesting because, so I, I text you one night and I think I, you had yours by then, I believe also. And I was going on, I was telling you how, um, am I missing signs? Am I, what's not, what am I not like linking up here correctly? And mm -hmm. is it, am I overwhelmed with information? So I'm, I'm reading this book and kind of going through it again, going just, you know, linking the two of, okay, this is, you know, for me, I was like, it has to be an Egyptian goddess. Cause I, when I was younger, I was obsessed with, Egypt and mm -hmm. that culture. I was like, it has to be that. And yeah, yeah. there's some like, there's definitely some other that I'm really interested in, but it just wasn't that same sort of like, oh, aha moment. Right. Uh, and so I just kind of like sat there and I was like, you know what? I was reading through them. I was like, I'm just going to ask for a sign. I, I remember telling my husband, I was mm -hmm. like, I just, I'm going to go and just consult my Oracle deck over it and just see what mm -hmm. they get, thing. Right. And I pulled one card and I swear it is the only, and maybe it's just my brain doing this, but it is the only card in that deck that 
blatantly links and mentions a goddess's name in it. Say this card represents, it was the swan card. It's like, yes, this card is linked with the goddess Saraswati. And I was like, what the fuck? Like this, <laughs> yeah. it was so, and it was just a goddess I would never think to really try and connect with, or it wasn't, I don't even think I got into her chapter yet really, or maybe I had like skimmed over it, but there was just mm -hmm. a lot. I remember texting, I was like, oh my God, this was, yeah. this was it. This was crazy to me. Like this was so crazy. Just a lot yeah. of that made sense. It just felt so right and just, yep, this is it. Mm -hmm. this, this is your goddess guide. And I told, you know, some of my other witchy friends about it and they were like, yeah, like that, that's it. Like that's your main guide. Like that's who she is. And I've told you before, like, I also feel very connected to Lilith because I just feel like she's right. just so misunderstood, but that's a different, that's like an admiration. Like I, it's not the same sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. fuzzy Saraswati sort of thing, but I wanted to talk to you about, you know, what has come about for you from the goddesses in this book and how you found your connection with them. Yeah. So I, yeah. And I, as soon as you, so as soon as you told me about it, I was like, okay, I'm going to get the book. I'm excited. It was like the first kind of close to explicitly witchy thing I've ever purchased. <laughs> like I purchased a lot of crystals, right? I've been in like collecting crystals and have, like you talked about, like I have giant like encyclopedias of crystals that also talk about like energies and stuff but also their scientific composition and whatever so I've been into that for a while but again I wasn't like you know fully aware of my own being in the broom closet so to speak like I wasn't aware of it really so I was like okay this will be like a good like first thing and I um I have very close my family uh growing up was always very sure to instill in like my generation of kids in the family about our history and where we came from and so my family is very um I'm split pretty closely being um, nearly 50 percent between Welsh and Irish and then so like 25 percent each basically and then 25 percent each like German and Norwegian and so the German and uh, Norwegian side is one side of the family and the Welsh Irish side is another side. There's a little overlap, but <clears throat> so I've always been curious about, you know, any kind of like witchy history in those places. Like I was always kind of drawn to that as a kid, but kind of pushed back and didn't really lean into it except for in third grade when my friend and I thought we were witches. And so we buried chicken bones from dinner <laughs> at our houses in, our, in the field at my elementary school, which is down the street from my parents' house. I don't know what we thought we were doing, but we were certain we were doing something. So other than that, I haven't really like leaned into that or listened to my gut very much. So this was like, you know, the first book. And I was like, I was really excited when I got it. And I was like, okay, I'm like cozy up and, like read it and I love that first of all I love that it's it is organized like a through z so it can, it's also a nice resource if you're trying to find something yes. but that it also gives you like it splits up information about what regions the goddesses were from and I didn't 
it says that in the little blurbs about them, but I didn't want to explicitly look at that. But I remember you telling me when we were texting one time, you were like, oh, you're going to have so many like ancestral connections Mm -hmm. because you're Celtic and Norwegian. And that's like probably like a third of the book is like Celtic or Norwegian goddesses, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, we'll see. Like I'm open to whatever. And that was kind of my intention when I went through it. And I remember texting you after I read the section about Bridget and I was like, I got such a weird feeling (laughs) reading her section, but, and again, I was trying to dismiss myself and I was like, oh, but it's B. It's a start of the alphabet. (laughs) I haven't even gotten all the way through. I have no idea how I'll feel later. It's no big deal. Put a pin in it. And I went through the entire book. My kind of secondary gut feeling was around Freya, who is a Norse goddess. Similarly to you with Lilith, I feel like Freya really got like the short end of the stick. Um, I think most goddesses do. I feel connected to Freya, but I'm still exploring that. But Brigid, I felt like I got hit by, not hit, maybe, I feel like somebody stopped me and was like, listen to what's happening. You know, like, or like I got hit by a Mack truck, you know, I got stopped where I was to pay attention to her. And I had only heard of her in the context of her being St. Bridget. And I didn't realize that they were the same person. (laughs) And I had always been a little bit, uh, I had always been a little bit weary of, of Bridget is, so she's a patron saint, a patron saint of Ireland which is funny because St. Patrick is actually Welsh. So there's that, which is funny because a lot of people, you know, Chris Patrick. Yeah. So, but she's the patron saint of Ireland. She has her own holiday, which we just had um, on February 2nd. It's called in bulk. And that is her like feast day. And she, like a lot of saints was converted to a saint by the Catholic church when they were coming in and trying to get, Uh, folks in Ireland to convert to Catholicism so they were like everybody loves Bridget (laughs) she's like a unifier and so they were like if if we turn her into a saint people will join the Catholic Church so so there's that whole history but (laughs) she's considered a triple goddess Um, and so she is what I love about her is that she she has the light and the dark she has, you know, the water and the fire, like she's, she encompasses a lot. Um, and I, I love that about her. Um, she also is like the patron saint of children whose mother, whose parents aren't married. What? Which, yeah. So that, interestingly enough, that actually got me. Um, that was one of the signs when I was, cause I read through her in the book and then I started like researching her more because I had such a gut feeling about her. And so she's the scene of printing presses and, um, my, in my family, um, on one side there, uh, I have Irish family that owned a printing press company, uh, in the U S when they came here from Ireland. So I thought that was interesting. I was like, huh, but she, also, she has all these sacred sites, um, most of which are wells. So she's also, can, I mean, you know, it's, you find out so much depending on where you look, 
that a lot of people say, you know, she's a goddess of fire, but she also has all these like sacred wells all over Ireland and Wales and England that are dedicated to her. And so the idea of actually throwing a penny in a wishing well or whatever, it kind of originates with her. And it's said that she's, if you go to those wells, she'll grant you whatever wish you ask for when you go to them. So there's actually her, she had her, uh, she started a nunnery in Ireland after she got converted to Catholicism. Again, whether or not that was like consensual, I will leave that to someone else to deal with because I deal with her on a different level. (laughs) But she started a nunnery. She had these 19 nuns who traveled and took care of her wells and kept her flame going. She has a a flame at um, um, one of the uh, sites in in Kilgariff. So it's really interesting because she just has all these like elements of earth that she's surrounded by. So one of the first things I got again was printing press, (laughs) but then also I suddenly, right around the time that I started being really interested in this, I, and I talked to you about this, I was like, I need a hobby. (laughs) Like, work has gotten so stressful. I need, like, something creative, like, to do with my hands. And so I started out of nowhere, never having done it before, never having grown up. Like, my mom, my grandma, like, nobody did this. I suddenly was like, I want to start cross-stitching and embroidering. And I just like decided out of nowhere that that was something I wanted to do, went all in, bought all the supplies, have been doing it um, for the last like, I don't know, at this point, like five, five months or something. It's still relatively new, but I've made a bunch of stuff. Um, turns out she is considered like the goddess over like embroidery. What? <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Random. Yeah. Like I had no idea until like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. I saw that somewhere and I was like, what? So also like some of her symbols are owls and snakes. Uh, I have owls all over the place. I've been collecting them for years. So just kind of like along the way, all these like little things kind of started tying themselves together. Um, And she's also a goddess of teachers. So that's like um, teachers and poets and artists healers, prophets, she's considered the goddess over those areas as well. So one of the things, though, that I love about her is is that she was known for being really passionate about making sure that people had choice over their body and their domain. So in Ireland, um, she... Uh, before the Catholic Church showed up in Ireland, there were like all these laws about how men couldn't um, not have sex with their wives for certain periods of time. Like they had to, like they were required to make sure their wives were satisfied. It was like a thing. Yeah. (laughs) And so, yeah, so that's a thing. And um, she uh, was known to be, passionate about making sure that people have choice over their bodies so so she there's an old tale that has been um supposedly transcribed from you know however long ago that there was a nun who came to her at um and at the abbey and basically said 
that she was pregnant. She didn't want to be, and she didn't know what to do. And um, Bridget, it, as it says in the story, did something magical. <laughs> and then that woman was not carrying a child anymore and was able to continue on with being a nun. And the process that they had was that you spent 30 years in servitude. And then after that, you could like leave and go get married and do whatever. So Ireland used Bridget uh, as a symbol during this last year in 2018, when they were trying to repeal the eighth amendment in Ireland that outlawed abortion, they actually, there's like a short film, which not, it's like five minutes. It's a really funny, like short film about Bridget and it's basically like do what Bridget would do repeal the eighth amendment take care of women (laughs) let them make choice um and so I realized as I'm like learning about her that I had actually seen that video when it came out last spring and I like fell in love with it like whatever actress was playing her had this beautiful fiery red hair and she was so funny and I was it was so weird. I was like, Oh my gosh, I've heard about her and she's resonated with me before. And I didn't think about it or follow through with it. You know, I didn't ask questions. So yeah, she's really, I think she's really, really special. And um, she's also um, told to be at every birth. So she's also um, like, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's the start of spring. I, I'm yeah. I can't believe I didn't say that. Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's like, exactly halfway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox yeah so like a lot of the images are like her emerging from like the ground and like yes yeah and stuff like that yeah a lot of those things Um, yeah and it's very it's huge like in Ireland it's like a it's like a full holiday it's like a big deal but yeah but yeah like you said it's so much information to dig through like you said with with Bridget it's hard to like I, for, uh, for the holidays this year, I got you some goddess gifts for the holidays. My husband was trying to find me. I wanted like a medallion, like a Bridget or like a necklace or something. And the only version I could find was like St. Bridget, right? I couldn't find anything of her in any other form. Really? Yeah. I couldn't find, it was all the Catholic version. Yeah. Etsy was dry. I was like, listen, <laughs> some of the shops on there, I was like, Somewhere it's going to be there. Maybe get some Bridget in your life. Yeah. Like the place I got you a gift from, uh, they, yeah, they don't, they only do stuff with, they don't do any, I don't think they have any Celtic goddesses, but um, I couldn't find her anywhere because she's almost completely, it's, it's hard to find stuff that isn't St. Bridget focused. I mean, even now in Ireland, like in bulk is a celebration of St. Bridget. So it's really, yeah, it's hard to parse out information sometimes with her. So it's been a lot of, but the idea is, yeah, like you go, it's spring cleaning time. It's a feast. It's like, uh, yeah, thing, rebirth, growth. And it was like a magic cloak and it took up a ton of space. And so he had to give her all that land. That's awesome. And I love that. <laughs> so that's like my favorite tale of her. And I was like, I can't forget that taking up the space she deserves which I love which I think all of us should do more yes more of yeah 
And then what about, are you going to talk about yours? Because oh. I want to hear you talk about yours because you, I haven't, I haven't like, yeah, I want to, I haven't heard you in like verbally in a lot of detail talk about this. So I'm excited. Yeah. So Saraswati is, I feel like I never say it like with the correct inflection, but yeah, no, it's okay. You're trying. In my head. Um, so, yeah, so I pulled that card. It had the swan on it. They said, this is, swan is a symbol of the goddess Saraswati. And it said that on the card, which it's yeah. not that kind of deck. Like, it's an animal oracle deck. So mm -hmm. it's not, like, a goddess deck. So mm -hmm. she is, I mean, she has her own holidays, too. But I haven't really... Oh, gone really deep into those yet is she's a Hindu goddess and mm -hmm. I think part of me is because I'm not Hindu it's like I don't want to you know like it's very I don't know I want to keep it respectful I don't want to like celebrate this big Hindu religious holiday that I don't have um, mm -hmm. although I am I mean, who knows what the results are going to come back from my ancestry, whatever. Did you do it? I'm going to send mine in too. So I, I, every morning I forget to swab my mouth. I got the one that tells you your, you know, your actual ancestry and then your health, like what you could be at health risks for. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that one too. You need to do it. So who knows what it's in the back is. But, so I haven't gotten super into <laughs> all the holidays that she has, but She's a really big deal. Um, yes. <laughs> she is, she's the goddess of art, music, poetry, language, and knowledge. She okay. is linked with the healing powder, power of water, which I love because I love baths and I find them so healing. Mm -hmm. And that really just comforts me. They... Mm -hmm. She also has, she like help, she helps people think and communicate more clearly, which I love. I and love she is connected with, so she'll usually be depicted with, it's, it is a type of loot, which if you don't yeah. know what a loot is, it's like <laughs> a guitar thing, but like different. It's like a, it's like a. Oh, what is that tiny? Uh, it's like a ukulele with a really long yes. neck on it. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's like the worst way to. That's like such a basic way to describe it. But ukulele is way better than I was going to say banjo. So <laughs> ukulele is is way better. Um, and she's usually in the water somehow and is holding uh, uh, a, ma a mala, which I actually have that I was given to by my first uh, meditation guide that was blessed by the Buddha. So it's really amazing to me. And I had that, I've had it for years and I just, I just loved that connection. And she's usually, you know, shown with a swan or sometimes a peacock, but usually a swan. Mm -hmm. And she, uh, she also, and like certain things, they said that she helps uh, connect the helping the deceased like move from the mm -hmm. the physical world which I found really super interesting yeah uh, but she's pretty much someone that helps you manifest 
you know, your knowledge and communication and just seeing ideas more clearly. And she has a lot of like teaching aspects in that, that sense, which is interesting because you were talking about, well, everyone could be a teacher. And to me, the idea of teaching for a really long time was terrifying to me because I think of a teacher as someone who stands in front of a room and gives a lecture and I hate public speaking and in spaces Mm -hmm. like that. So that's like the only kind of teacher I thought you could be. And then I realized like you can teach people through your own different ways and a lot of like comfortable spaces. Yeah. So it was really, it just was really nice to, and I was getting a lot of like other signs that you should teach and you should help people and Mm -hmm. you should guide people in these things. And it was just once I got that sign from her, like everything super clicked and she, you know, she's a goddess that represents writers and mm-hmm. artists and musicians. And I've, you know, I'm totally like not anymore, but before I used to like my, used to get out a lot of my emotions through guitar and on my sweet yeah. keyboard and writing. <laughs> so it's just very, I just, I think it's interesting because it wasn't an obvious choice for me. And because I don't a hundred percent know my actual ethnic background, like I didn't really have anything to fall on in that sense or like a starting point yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just, it's just someone that I probably would have never thought to connect mm-hmm. with, but I feel like most of my life has been me just being very, oh, oh yeah. You know, like those moments, like the dogs yeah. did lead together in a line. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was kind of like, once I like had her being like there, I was like, okay, like I'm, j- I'm not going to think that way. Anymore. I'm not going to like ignore all the dots connecting. Like I'm going to connect the dots yep. forward now. This is how I live my exactly. life. Um, and you got yeah. me, I have it. She's on my altar, like the, the Saraswati, um, little yeah got, little got you a little figurine yeah she's so cute yeah. with my little engraving that's the wrong word for it but yeah yes 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 um that was you said that I'll have to link the Etsy shop oh yeah because it, you said it's like family owned right like her dad helps her yeah they're here at, yeah they're they're in Oregon and they apparently make it's like she and her parents work on it together and they all do a different part of it Uh, but the turnaround was like super fast and she was so nice and she like she sent along that extra because I got you the figurine but then she also sent what is that called charm it's like a it's like a pen yeah like a little charm yeah yeah with the same with Saraswati also and she sent that in extra because I sent her a message and was like I want to make sure this is going to get here by, you know, by December 20th. I'm going to, it's for my friend and this is like her goddess. And she was like, oh, cool. And then, yeah. So she was, she was super nice. Yeah. I still need to make, uh, I want to make like a, my own mala with that, with that yes. harm. But it's like, like we talked about before, there's so much information. So when I was looking up the correct, because uh, a lot of times the white lotus is also Mm-hmm. Um, first, I was looking at beads that were like carved like lotuses, and I just wanted to make like yeah. mala and make it really special. And then I was looking at the different crystals to 
represent her yeah. and there's just I, I mean everyone says something different so it's just like I'm still waiting yes. for the whole like okay no these are like the three I'm gonna use because it's like otherwise it's just yeah. the, it just I'm like this is this is just like 30 random crystal beads that make absolutely yeah. what sense to what degree of this <laughs> I think it's really good to point that out though that's because even if I'm even if I'm looking up stuff for like I've been doing more and more research for on Freya right because I'm starting to feel connected to her in some way um, but like depending on whatever like source you find right if if I read something from somebody who's a Celtic witch she's gonna say something different than an eclectic witch who might have something posted yep um, and so, you know, it's when you talk about things like crystals or colors or animals and food and stuff that's like connected to them. I try to look for stuff that, I mean, it's hard because, you know, the Druids didn't have anything written. Everything we know about them is from the Romans. And so it's not easy to interpret <laughs> information um, uh, and, and to know that it came from from the source but you know looking up things like colors that they have in common I mean like everywhere you look it's different and so it's like I'm like okay I know Bridget is you know red is a color for her throughout um no matter what source you're on but then some people are like also green and some people are like also yellow and so it's it's hard it's hard to filter through and so I feel like I've been trying to focus on you know the the pieces about her as a person that resonate with me yeah um and I think you know as I find out that symbols or animals or colors or whatever are connected to her I try to just be thoughtful about you know okay well then maybe I pick up something you know a red flower that I see somewhere and I put it on my altar just in case you know like in case that does you know it's it does resonate with her or a yellow flower you know just to try to focus on the stuff about her as a person and the tales about her as a person and what she did for people and this who she is um her virtues that's been like what I've tried to to focus on because you do it gets so overwhelming um when you're searching through it and it's really hard when you're like a baby witch and you don't have as much in your um in your back pocket you don't know what to what to trust quite yet and it's hard well I think also it's part of I mean I think it's literally with I mean I know there's very like I call them like old school witches in the sense it's like by the book like this is was yeah I understand when it's like my mom was a witch and her mom was a witch and like literally we've been doing this and this is our spell book passed yeah. down through generations yeah. yeah I get it cool but for anyone who discovers this on their own or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever it is, I think it's the trusting your intuition and what resonates with you correctly. Um, yes. Cause I'll just, sometimes I'll just like see stuff when I'll look up information with her and I'm like, you know, that per it's not like anything they're saying, you know, could be wrong and maybe it's completely right and accurate, but I'm like, I just don't, I yeah. just never, like, there's certain, like, uh, I can't remember the crystal now, but there's, like, one crystal, like, when I was looking at the crystal beads, and it just didn't, um, it wasn't a crystal that I really work with very often, or I've ever really felt connected to, and mm-hmm. it just didn't resonate with me, and I, yeah. 
I think it's really important to trust your intuition and not force um, yeah. the connection because I also don't think that with uh, the goddess, you know, whatever, whoever your goddess guide or goddess guides are, you're not going to resonate a hundred percent with every single thing about them. Right. Because I mean, that's right. even with, living people you don't like 100 percent, you know so it's yeah. like the same thing like they're your guide they're not there to be this yes. person that you have to 100 percent just be like they like pizza i like pizza oh my gosh they, <laughs> their favorite crystal is amethyst this is my favorite crystal like it's not yeah not yeah it doesn't have to all fit and and I think that's, yeah, like ancestral witches, like that's no joke. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, I, I also like you, like I know where my family comes from, but there's a lot of gaps in uh, family history and you and other witchy friends who I know in person who've done readings with me and stuff like you have, a few of them have been like, do you have any, you know, anybody in your family <laughs> and I'm like no not that I know of but it's like I don't know right yeah. like I've and so I try to tell myself like there might I I think and this is me early in my exploration of any of this consciously I'll say that yeah because I think subconsciously I've picked up a lot I think it's it's if you're focusing on like you were talking about like making something and it's for you, for your practice, they should only be things that resonate with you. If you're doing something as an offering, like that's when it feels like the right time for me to try to do some more research and see if there's something specific that I can use as an offering yes. during a ritual or a celebration or a meditation or whatever. But if it's something I'm making for myself, then that's when I'm like, picking out pieces of things that resonate with me. Yes. Which I think is really important because it should be about our natural connection. Like you said, when it's forced, like that's not going to help you spiritually at all. I mean, that's, that's going to muddy the waters. It's funny that, you, that you said the offering thing, because actually, so when I do my readings for people, I ask them, because um, it's just an easy way to to give an offering. I'm like, what's your favorite flower and what is your favorite color? And often, mm -hmm. like, why? And it's because I tell them, you know, when I make contact and ask for your spirit guides' guidance in your readings, it's my offering to them. I go out and buy the flowers, and that color is an offering from me and you to them because it's personal to you. So it's probably mm -hmm. personal to them because this is about yeah. you. And they're like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. It's like I'm not going to offer what I would offer just because mm -hmm. they're not my spirit guides. They're my client's spirit guides, and you right. have to make it personal because that's yeah. that's the important those important details. And I think especially with offerings, it's so it's just it's not about you. Like you you should do what's in your comfort space, but it's just it's just not yeah. about. You. <laughs> yeah, it's about what what yeah what sparks what what makes your guide whomever they are yep. or whatever they are uh if they know that you're paying attention to what matters to them yep and i think that's what anybody wants when you have a relationship i think you and i have talked about this a little bit and i've definitely talked about this with 
some folks at those new moon circles that I that I go to that you're building a relationship with your guides and your animal guides and your and your spirit or goddess guides like you're it's like you're building a type of mentor mentee or friendship relationship with them mm-hmm. and so you have to get to know them but that doesn't mean that like you have to like you said that you have to take those on as your personality traits or whatever because if all of my friends were like me it would be really boring <laughs> and and if I tried to be just like my mentor it would it would backfire because I would lose myself so it's really important for that balance and for you to take the time to do the research and find out what resonates with you sure but then also find out as much as you can about them but at the pace that feels right I think I don't know about you but I feel like a sense of urgency like I was saying earlier I want to like dive in and do the research and find stuff out and do it the right way Mm -hmm. like I'm always so stuck on trying to do something the right way and I think that that carries a risk of carries a risk of me losing the process of like building a relationship so Mm -hmm. That's been, yeah, that's been a a learning for me because the times where it does feel forced. Okay. I want to wrap this up, but I want to do the thing that I'm doing with everyone at the end. Oh, fun. I forgot to add it in, in the notes. So hopefully you can think on your feet real fast with this. Okay. I'll try. Okay. Do you believe in ghosts and do you have a short ghost story you can share? Uh, yes, I believe in ghosts. Absolutely. I believe in everything, probably to a fault. But, like, I will die on the hill that mermaids are real. I'll die on that hill. I don't care. I'll do it. I don't. I I fell for that really bad Discovery Channel uh, mockumentary about mermaids, and I'll never give it up. Yes. Fell for it. Don't care. Still think maybe there's validity there. I have a couple different stories, but one of them has, has stuck with me for the last little over 10 years now, um, I went to school here in Oregon and I went to a large university and um, was a resident assistant in the dorms my sophomore year. And part of that job, which is like the most insane thing, like why would you have a 20 year old in charge of a bunch of 19 year olds? Like it's not ideal, but (laughs) you have to go on rounds around the building. And it was a huge building. We had like, six wings, three floors each wing. And so you'd have to go on rounds at multiple time intervals to, you know, get people in trouble if they were partying partying or whatever. And like, make sure nobody was dead, I guess, most of my job. And so doing that, like I had to be dead sober, you know, awake. Um, So I was well slept. (laughs) Like I was, I was rested. I was sober. I was like doing my thing on rounds one night um, and went down between each wing. There was a, um, the the building from above kind of looks like a spider, but if it only had like three legs on each side, (laughs) if that makes sense. And so in the center, you know, so it's like in the center, there's this like huge, like communal area. And then like, and then like three wings on either side of it. Yeah, if you were looking at it from overhead. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. But like, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and I'm like in my bedroom, like trying to use my arms, like you can see me or something. I don't know how I'm doing. Anyway, so I'm in one of the main areas and I see a kid who I didn't, it was 
far enough through the year that I knew the kids in my wing, certainly. Um, but I also knew all the kids that were in the building for the most part. And you had to have like a key card to get into the building. And so, you know, sometimes you'd like kids would borrow key cards or whatever. Well, I see this kid come through the lobby who I didn't recognize. And I saw him from across the lobby and I was like, Hey, I need to check, like, make sure you're supposed to be here, basically. And he walked into the elevator, and I kind of, like, hustled at the elevator and um, stopped the elevator, and the doors opened, and there was nobody there. (gasps) Um, And I freaked out. (laughs) I, like, got on my walkie and called my friend, who was also an RA, who was on rounds on the other side of the building, and I was like, you need to get here, like yesterday like I'm freaking out right now and we looked at security tape and it was just like there was a little flash that went by the security camera there was no like person um but you could see me walking towards the elevator but there was like no and like and then there's like a little flash that went by in one corner excuse me in one corner of the um of the lobby and then you just see me like walk to the elevator and then like take like three giant steps back and like grab my walkie. Um, Yeah. So who knows? There were lots of stories about that building being haunted. And so, um, yeah, I have a lot of stories from living there for sure, but that's, that's a big one that always sticks out. Later on, tell me the name of the building. I mean, I know what college you went to, but I need to know the name of the building. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. It was like, yeah, it's got lots of good stories. Weird. So, okay. Also a tie to a serial killer. So anybody who's like a deep diver will figure it out probably. <laughs> so so me, I will figure it out. <laughs> well, you'll figure it out because I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> when okay. <we're... laughs> okay. Like, this is live on the air. No, it's not, Nicole. Shut up. Um... <laughs> Jesus. I know, I just said, like, the F word. I was like, oh, did someone bleep that? No. God. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. So, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking goddess, spiritual goodness. Yeah. We're going to have you back. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Woo Woo Report. Another thank you to my guest, Megan. I will be linking in the show notes the Etsy store that she mentioned and the short video about Bridget, along with a link to purchase the Goddess Guide book. If you do purchase the book and you find it was beneficial or you realize the signs you were getting from your Goddess Guide, please reach out and connect to me either through email or on Instagram. I love hearing about how you manifest your magic and realize the potential that you have to have daily magic in your life. You can follow me on Instagram at Nicole Burren, N-I-C-O-L-E-B-U-R-R-O-N to stay up to date on everything woo-woo.